and welcome back to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. I'm actually, I'm a little hungry, so I'm going to have a few bites of my sandwich. You guys finish the intro. Uh, hi, I'm Missy, and I'm going to enjoy myself some delicious cranberry lime sparkling seltzer water. Oh, I, I didn't see you there. Hello, audience. Of course, you know, my name is Mike, and I am drinking coffee. <laughs> my name's Tommy, and... Check your pants. I might have pooped it. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> um, guys, I don't know what to do at this point. We've never. We're a family of creatives going through the story writing process, oh. and we are dragging you along to our buffet of creativity. Oh yeah, I like this intro. Okay, spicing it up. Keep it going. Hello yeah. and welcome. Yeah. What fantastic <laughs> foods have you guys had this week? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought this up because I just biked to get a freaking great bagel. Let me tell you, it was so good. It was so good. It was a garlic bagel and it had some sausage on it. It had two eggs and it also had avocado with jalapeno cream cheese. And then it had cheddar cheese topped on and it was split down the middle. And every time I ate it, it was exploding, exploding. It was like popping out a little bit. I'm like, "Mm, mm." I love bagels. Disconnect button. This is an abomination to bagels. It was so good. It was so good. Jalapeno cream cheese is my thing. The more I have it, the more I love it. The way to Tommy's heart is just good music and bagels. (laughs) It really is. I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man, let me tell you. We went to the farmer's market yesterday and bought duck eggs and jowl bacon. What's jowl bacon? It's from the, the jowls up here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying yeah. to figure out what kind of animal a jowl was. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It, it is not belly bacon. And oh, okay. I was going to cook it for Erin this morning, and she made blueberry toast, and then was like, oh, I forgot about the breakfast. And I was like, well, that's your fault. I'm going to eat it all today. So <laughs> I plan on eating one pound of jowl bacon and 12 duck eggs before she gets home tonight. Good. good. That sounds about right. It's healthy. So... A couple nights ago, I was working super late and didn't have time to cook, so I ordered Liam and I a bunch of sushi, and we ordered enough sushi to have, you know, leftovers for the next day, but we ordered so much sushi, they gave us enough stuff for seven people, so I'm thinking we ordered enough sushi for seven people. But we have um we have a little fortune cookie. So I actually, Amy, before you even started on the food route, I actually brought a bag of fortune cookies over and I'm gonna assign you each a fortune. Thank you. Thank you. For the audience, I just finished my sandwich, so that was delicious. Thank you for letting me do that. Is this like a you're gonna read it and then assign it or assign it and then read it? Uh, how would you guys like me to do this? I feel like you should give the fates after the fact. That's more fun. So read it and then assign it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look with favor upon a bold beginning. I'm I'm gonna give this one to Amy. That's right, Mike. Get wrecked. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys want your numbers? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, does it have 15 in there? It does not. Oh, okay, well then that one's actually not for me. <laughs> 3, 10, 19, 22, 33, 45. Okay. Those are your numbers. Okay. Next, a fun sporting event is in your near future. Hmm. It's definitely Liam. I think, Liam, this is probably for you. 
Though it might not be fun and technically not a sporting event, I do it's something in the near athleticism future. <laughs> in your near future. <laughs> okay. 5, 23, 32, 40, 41, and 47. You will look back any fondly else. upon it. Okay, we have. Remember three months from this date. Good things are in store for you. I feel like that one should have been Liam, but I'm going to give that one to Mike. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) 11, 15. Sorry, Amy. 21, 26, 28, and 43. Didn't have my numbers. Never mind. (laughs) All right. Now we have. The world will soon be ready to receive your talents. That one's definitely Tommy. Oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. 10, 14, 22, 23, 32, 36. That has several of my numbers, so I should have. None that of mine. Way. It had 32 in it? Yeah. That's yeah, yours, that's right? mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy? And then we this one, fight. I guess, is mine, right? <laughs> I guess so. You're a deep thinker with a knack for problem solving. I actually think that's yeah, yeah. pretty accurate. Seven, yeah. 13, one of my numbers, 21, mm-hmm. 32, 40, and 49. But wait, there's more because this one has a second fortune in it. Rigged. What? Yeah. Rigged? Yeah. Amy, stop rigging this I stuff. I literally pulled these out of a bag. This is so rigged. A bag of your own creation. Yeah. Your courage will help others and soon will make you a leader. All right, Missy, step into the big shoes. 8, 14, 23, 25, and 46. But I have no courage. I'm so spineless, like, there's not even the cord in my back. So (laughs) how do you... Do anything. It's, it's just like a little jelly. She slugs I'm a it. Jelly. She I kind of I sludge across the floor. Oh, sludge across the floor. Oh All right. There's one left. Whoever gets one. the um <laughs> last word of the day. The last word of the day, you get a fortune. Nice. All right. I, a think fortune. I had a girlfriend once who well, we went to a sushi restaurant. She's like, I love sushi. It's the best. And she orders <laughs> to the test like eight rolls of sushi and i was like oh damn she is going to snack on this like she wants all this sushi and when it came out she didn't realize that a roll wasn't the individual piece (laughs) and she was like why are they bringing all this sushi out and i was like because you ordered it let's eat she's like oh my god no it was great we had leftover sushi for Uh, which doesn't really you know work well you can have leftover sushi for about 12 hours and then it's like "Mm." the place we got it from is is really good it will last for a little less than a day so if you eat it at like if you get like eight o'clock at night and you have it like five o'clock the next day it's still mostly (laughs) mostly um, fresh still tasty so I had a lot of good food this week. We had chicken salad, but I added grapes and walnuts to it. Delicious. I had tacos this week. Delicious. I had watermelon. Delicious. I had a passion fruit smoothie. Delicious. I just finished my tuna sub. Delicious. So nothing crazy or ridiculous, but all delicious. So we had sushi this week. Oh, yeah. We had sushi this week. This week was great for food. Yes. At least we for me. did have out of our garden the first of our food we had romaine lettuce kale and chard all at once so Ooh. Great. Yeah. well different times but the kale and yeah. chard we, we we sauteed together that's fun yeah. like swiss chard or red red chard okay. yeah. 
we just got the first stock at the farm of like wonderful carrot i mean they're so sweet right out and just everyone at the farm was just picking some wiping off in their shirt and biting it right there it was just <laughs> oh it was so good <laughs> can't wait to get some more of those strawberries when i come down i so think we're we'll, looking forward to that we'll have some more for sure that was a great thing about this week i'm usually in charge of like one of the set of markets at my work and this week i had an extra hand and help because i was just training someone and it was great because i actually after i usually do this thing where i'm like okay go out and look at the other vendors it's like a lull have some fun just go talk to people and i actually got to do this this week which felt great because usually i'm the one being like okay well i have to stay here i have to look over everything so i got to actually sit and talk to vendors and be like how are you doing where's your product coming from i was just in like a blissful state it was great talking to everyone asking where they were coming from like it was fun small talk i bought a bunch of stuff <laughs> and i want to do it again i love it is your farmer's market usually on saturday yeah do you do saturday. it on sunday as well like a different one or is it only saturday uh no it's just saturday but we're doing three different markets plus we just opened up our own store so uh, yeah it's pretty good and i'm in charge of a market that's like an hour and a half away <laughs> but it's good it brings in the money and everyone there is nice and speech so this week we were supposed to do a creative prompt but uh none of us i don't think have any of it ready so we're gonna not do it this week which will be totally fine and instead we're going to oh no do you need an idea talk about well, so i do sequels <laughs> okay mike we could we could hear you oh, rant for the next 15 minutes about it mike but... wait 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 First of all, I do want to do this. Mike, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock, okay? You have 30 seconds to say everything and anything that you want about the new Legend of Zelda video game. She okay? don't even know. She don't even know the name. She gave you a title. Tears of the Kingdom. Thank There's you. a new Zelda game? Yes. All right, Mike, you have 30 <gasps> seconds starting. Three, two, one. Go. So the interesting thing about it, Tears of the Kingdom, is that for the first couple hours I was playing it, I was extremely disappointed and I absolutely hated the game. And the more I play it, the more I enjoy it, but also think that it is just a massive expansion to the game. It's one of those really strange things where I'm having an absolute blast, but there is something in the back of my mind that says this is not as good as it should be. And I don't know why, but it hurts. That's, that was, that's that was so concise. Wow. I would have just talked super fast and unintelligible. <laughs> Tommy would have been like, you can put wheels on swords. <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I would have said. <laughs> it's true, Missy. It's 100% true. true. You yeah. can put a wheel on a sword. I actually don't know if you can. I haven't tried that, but I will try that very shortly. Oh, you so. Yeah. yeah, you probably can. You can put a rocket on a shield and mm -hmm. like, you know what? You sold me. That's all I needed for a good game. <laughs> you know, you can also put a mop on another mop. Double mop. <laughs> this is that's so mundane. I love it. That's that's the thing I love about the combination system in that game is yeah. you can make such dumb combos. Put a bow on a long stick. And you're like, hmm. Yeah. No, that's a bow with extra range. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> have a conversation topic idea if you'd like yeah throw sure. it out there what if since we're already on the topic of food you have to design a restaurant themed around a video game movie tv series book series well it's already been done it's uh called the rainforest cafe based upon it's... jumanji is it based upon jumanji yep, absolutely really mm-hmm yep i 
never would have got slapped. The way you're saying that makes me feel like it's not. I feel like it came out before that. Confident I get. Yeah. Do you remember that time when you order food and then uh, a British hunter comes out and starts shooting you with a shotgun? (laughs) Rainforest Cafe? Now that you mention it, I did go to the Rainforest Cafe down in Disney World, the one that's located inside their safari park world. Mm. So, yeah, there were definitely things hunting down things there. So you may Mm. be onto something. Do you remember when you were ordering food and Jack Black came out and was like, I'm a teenage girl? (laughs) No. He does a really good job, too. Because I haven't been to that place since I was 16, which was years before the new versions of Jumanji came out. Yeah, but Jack Black was, yeah, he knew he was going to have the role since, like, birth. Did you you ever, did you I was the teenage girl in that scenario. <laughs> no. Missy, did you ever watch Tumanji? Tumanji? Yeah, that's what Is I call the sequel. Is that the second Jack Black one? No. No, that's or the third the... one. That's, Wait, what? That's Trimanji. Okay. I've seen the original Jumanji with mm-hmm. Robin Williams yes. and, and then, the rest. And then there's and Tumanji. And then I've, I've seen the modern one where they're like sucked into a video game. It's, which it's I a sequel. Thoroughly enjoyed. It's a, it it's a soft reboot. It's a soft yeah, it's kind of a sequel and kind of a reboot, but it was kind of a reboot in a sequel-like-esque sort of way. Regardless, I thought it was going to be stupid and I watched it anyways. I just loved it through and through. It, it was entertaining. And I'm not really big on comedies, so that says something. But then the next one that came out with that group of people, I didn't see. I, yeah, I have not seen that. That's the second, second one. Yeah. Yeah. I would make a restaurant based upon the movie The Menu. I hate you. Gosh, I need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you thoroughly. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, uh, it's it's an easy cop out. We'll talk about it at one point because I think it does some cool stuff with its writing. Yeah, it does. Just because it's like semi topical, and I've been playing the video game Guardians of the Galaxy. Think of how many fun, weird foods you could come up with. I mean, it's like Marvel's answer to all the weird Star Wars aliens. And Star Wars is too easily, easy, easily said. So Guardians of the Galaxy, boom. I feel like along the, the Rainforest Cafe sort of feel, you could easily do a whole Jurassic Park theme. Oh, I yeah. was going to say, it, honestly, now that you, you say that, there's like so many. You could do Tomb Raider, something along the lines of that same thing. You could also do Uncharted. So if, if people also didn't know, Disney put together something called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. It's a oh, hotel. Yeah. And it's a hotel that you spend for, I think it's like three adults and one child. It's $6,000 for a two-night stay. But it is uh-huh. a, it, it's basically a 20 or a 48-hour ride experience where you are on the a starship. There's entertainment that goes on. You get to walk around. Oh. And it's a whole Star Wars type theme it was just announced today that they are shutting it down and they're shutting it down in september it's only been open for i think less than two years at this point so it's kind of crazy that that disney would would shut down something that appears to be profitable of course we don't know why the reason they gave was business decision or business reasons which is like yeah of course that's why you do everything is business yeah but there you go that's that's already a restaurant style themed i think it'd be fun to have a restaurant styled around bioshock Mm. But I, my thing is, is like you would actually have to build it underwater. So you'd have to go down underwater in order to go to this restaurant. Do you uh, have all your food through IVs? Oh, Shit. Yeah, maybe. Shove it all in here. <laughs> oh, no. 
I just think the atmosphere would be really nice for that one because it's kind of like steampunk, but then also kind of like roaring 20s vibe. So I I think it would be fun to maybe instead combine a few different like pieces of media or like a genre in general. So it'd be fun to do like a horror themed restaurant where you have your horror classics. So you could have something Bioshock related in that with like the big daddy little sister, but you could also have, I don't know, uh, xenomorphs in it. And that would be fun. <laughs> and you could have like the predator. Okay. Like, cause you just have a bunch of different, like big daddy, xenomorph and predator classic trio themed. No, no, no. I'm saying like horror esque <laughs> themed dishes. Or it's like, imagine a little, little baby xenomorph, little, little yeah. belly buddy coming out of your, <laughs> your food. <laughs> your food. Yes, That'd crazy. be so much fun. <laughs> it is interesting. Yeah. Could, could you do a horror yeah. themed restaurant? Like something that scares you to eat there. I don't know. I, I, I don't like think you could. could. You'd have to do like all soft foods because yeah. if you give anybody yeah. a knife in a horror setting, <laughs> it could end up very bad. It also, really I feel like you couldn't have anything too heavy or greasy or crazy because people get too scared. They're throwing that right back up. So I guess my thought process wasn't necessarily the fact that it was like it was like one of those really, really, really cheesy horror things where it's like you can see these people are wearing terrible rubber suits and they're walking around and they're making horrible puns. Comedy out of horror kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly that. That's what I was thinking more along the lines of that. Because then you could craft your dishes and actually have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> or just have everything pre-cut up because... If it's horror, it doesn't matter if it's all in like tiny little pieces already, you know? No forks, no knives. It's all finger food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There has to be like a brain cake with like cherry jam all over it. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everyone drinks out of plastic cups. It's all in plastic plates. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You really feel the cheapness of this place. I was thinking more along the lines of someone gets scared and throws a glass and suddenly you've got shards everywhere. So <laughs> you throw uh, a plastic cup, it just bounces. Okay. I feel like probably a, a Resident Evil themed restaurant would but be see, that's cool. that's a good one. Because they've got all like the little vials and like there's there is a lot to pull from and you could do like like one like the bar is actually like the lab area of the Resident Evil and I don't know I just feel like it'd be it'd be kind of interesting and it could be like you're eating off of like a massive street sign rather than just like a table you know and just like it could be all what's that word where like things immersive what no not immersive it's like a style of decor where like it's like city but it's being overgrown by greenery you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the word is. It's called. It's like urban decay or something like that. I mean, but that sounds right that to me. That vibe as well. Yeah, that'd be fun. There's so many iconic characters from the Resident Evil series that you could easily shove in as well. That restaurant. Oh yeah, Urban Decay is also a makeup company. I forgot about that. <laughs> what is it? It's like. Uh... We're waiting, Amy. What is it? It actually really a lot of. I... I forget what it's called. Urban Decay. That works. It's just Urban Decay without the makeup. I don't know. You please move on. Like, don't wait for no, me. No, no, no. We're waiting. <laughs> You're talking about no, nature we're... reclaiming an urban yeah. area, right? Yeah, but it's like called something specifically. She's still Googling. She's Shut Googling up. away. Hey, we're still waiting. Amy, is it Naturalia? 
I've gotten to No, but I'm on aesthetics.fandom.com wiki, and apparently it's called Soft Apocalypse. <laughs> what? What are you? What are Soft, you? What? Soft Apocalypse is the concept of society collapsing slowly or post-catastrophe, usually characterized by the decline of technology, abandoned cities full of wildlife. The surviving humans would be focused on food, shelter, and having to work together as a community rather than fighting or having to deal with whatever world-ending event may be occurring. Any technology they might have would be solar, wind, or other renewable energy sources, but it will be limited. You know what they could do restaurant-wise? They could do a restaurant themed around like Chaucer, the poet, and then they could have like knights and stuff doing jousting, and they could have like wenches serving stuff, and then they could have it like... I've got good news for you. What, Missy? This already exists. Do tell. (laughs) Well, if you're feeling in a medieval mood, (laughs) head on down to... Medieval times. <laughs> yeah. oh. Bring your whole family. I've never it's been appropriate. Never been to medieval times. I didn't even know what a medieval times was until like a year ago. I was like, that's what it is? That's what's happening there? Guys, just give me a letter. Seven. Four. Well, if you give me a few minutes to write one and then a couple days for it to get mailed. A letter from the alphabet, you twats. Uh, I wish I could uh, triangle. You. <laughs> Triangle. <laughs> Queen Core is a more mature regal variant of Princess Core and a subgenre of Royal Core. I'm on the aesthetics wiki. There's a lot of you different. You have aesthetics. gone down a hole. We are yeah. looking for urban decay. Yeah, yeah I've moved past that. I right have now. words for you. It's deindustrialization, depopulation, counter urbanization. Didn't even realize that was a word until now. Economic restructuring. That had been the word you were looking for called naturalia or uh reclamation reclamation that's a good word for it amy's on queen core right now i would like to go to a restaurant that grows the food in the restaurant like tomatoes or something like that and um you know they they harvest it put it in your salad or some stupid thing there's a there's a, a restaurant not really a restaurant there's a place i go to it's a, like a private security building that owns the entire thing but their kitchen supplies the entire staff of each floor like lunch and their entire outside balcony is a bunch of vegetables that they do grow and use in their food constantly and I think it's really fun. There's like tomatoes, fresh bell peppers, stuff like that, where they're just constantly harvesting it for weekly use. Oh. The hotel I used to work at had herb gardens around the restaurant, and they used all of that in their cooking and in their bar. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. that makes someone a lot would of order sense. something and they'd literally like easy. go and pick it. <laughs> so cool. So here's a little side story that has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about. But this week, I watched almost a two-hour video on a Doom 2 mod that came out. So the game Doom, Doom Mm -hmm. 2, came out in like, what, 94, 95, something like that. There's a mod that came out, and it's called My House. And this guy who just said, hey, you know, my friend died, and I found this floppy disk of a Doom mod he was working on that was his house. And I just wanted to share it with everybody. And then as you play, you're like, oh, that's kind of cute. And then you slowly start to realize that it's a horror mod as you're playing. And it does it in such a cool, cool way where it constantly brings you back to the same place 
but it changes small things as you go. And then it has a bunch of secrets in there and a bunch of collectibles that you need to do. So it became this community thing for the the Doom map modders to try and figure out what the next step was, what the secret was. But the real genius of it, in my opinion, is that he has a link to download the Doom file on a Google Drive. Mm -hmm. And in the Google Drive is other things that specifically say like hey here's pictures of me and my friend here's a journal of me making this map and all of it is to support the horror story of it nobody knows exactly who made it as far as i know but it's like somebody went so in depth that they just they made a map for you to play in and they made a horror map and then they had some sort of extra story elements that were outside of it and they they had like obituaries for people they had like they just went so so in depth for for making this map oh and it's goodness. so creative and interesting because it takes the lore of the story into a more real world setting that makes it kind of kind of creepy and and interesting i love when media does those kind of connections when they have something that is in something like a tv show and they'll mention a website and then you go to that website and you plug it in, mm. you're like, oh my gosh, it's really something. The, the first instance I remember of this was when Lost was on TV. And it was like the Dharma Initiative, I think. And so somebody just went and put in like the website, like Dharma Initiative, and they registered it as a full company. And it looked like it was an actual real sort of thing. So it was, um, oh, there's a an augmented reality game. Valve has done this a couple of times with their their styles of, of games and stuff but it's just a cool way of telling a story but also having you know a unique sort of real world twist to you have like irl content yeah that both supports the game and makes you question reality a little bit yeah those yeah those are the most fun ones when they're you just uh, you just start digging and then you can dig more than you thought you could and you're like um when is this gonna stop well tommy i feel like you would be a good person to speak on this because you were obsessed with cyberpunk and they did a lot of stuff like that didn't they uh they did but i feel like not as they, they did to the point where it built hype they didn't do it to the point where it felt like a real website or a real like place i was going to i feel like the best game i can talk about this which i won't talk about a lot because mike's still playing through it is inscription oh, is yeah. inscription did a lot of this and there were some like instances where i was looking up actual coordinates in real life <laughs> and then i was like oh oh my goodness this is getting weird and actual websites and like phone i don't think there's phone numbers you could call but it was just i felt like the digging kept going and going and that's a real advantage i feel like of these small modder slash indie developers is they they do that for fun and they just keep going yeah i think it's a cool way to tell a story and then for the people that really want it give a little bit extra and for those people that find that little bit extra they can then find hidden things within the original piece of content and yeah. that makes it really fun so much fun also this this mod specifically heavily featured liminal spaces does anybody know what that is it's it's like the space between like uh oh, spaces non-euclidean or no it's like it's like imagine a, a something that doesn't directly link to outside like a hotel hallway but then imagine that there was like turns and every time you turn down it there was no real exit it just was additional hallways or back rooms i think if you google back rooms maybe is it back rooms? oh oh yeah so that type of liminal 
Yeah, so it's very non-Euclidean. Kind of non-Euclidean, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's it's super, super cool and creepy to have that oh, and then have, you know, some some inter, interesting story elements that are in the real world that you can dive deeper in because I think it enhances a horror sort of aspect or a lot of different storytelling things. Anyway, that's what I found this week that was fun. I definitely think in a lot of horror games, I mean, the uh, Silent Hills demo, I was like all... Yeah, liminal the, the PT. stuff yeah, yeah. The, that was all liminal stuff and i feel like it really 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 elevated the entire aspect of like horror because you just kept going in and it kept changing slightly and you were getting a little bit more confused each time and you didn't know exactly where you were supposed to go slash what we were supposed to be doing so it felt like the same room but it wasn't and it was i think that goes a long way to enhance horror specifically like just slight confusion the fear of being trapped during transition exactly yeah i was looking up the ghostbusters because i i remember hearing that the phone number for <laughs> ghostbusters was real and so i was trying to think of that well if i was trying to see apparently it's still technically a real number you can call and it but it it gets left on voicemail so you just like listen to the voicemail but i guess there's like different voicemails so you hear different people with a voicemail each time anyways that was moving on <laughs> Excellent. I was just there trying to think of a different, another like way that they like made things real, and the Ghostbusters came to mind, but I thought it was more than that, but it wasn't. Oh, great story! And then I found ten dollars. <sighs> Back in my day, we'd find five dollars. You're special. Well, in this yeah. economy, ten dollars is like two bucks. So yeah. I had someone try to hand me four two dollar bills at a market the other day, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I said it out loud. I'm like, you sure you don't? You sure you want to? No, keep these. Just hand me a ten, and I can hand you two one dollar bills back. The bank like, still takes them, so oh, you I know. can still. Take it's a... legal tender. Well, they're yeah. still in production. Most people don't realize that but they're why? not. Why? For because people want them. There, it's a novelty sort of thing. Why isn't yeah. there a twenty five dollar bill? Right. I that seems a kind of logical. Why isn't there a or double a twenty dime? cent coin? Okay, That's we're getting the a little dime. crazy now. Double T. This would be nice if they lined up, if there was some parallel going on. That would be. Listen, I know money is so confusing because you're always like, well, why can't you just print more? And they're like, well, because it has to represent something. I'm like, cool. So where's the treasure trove that you have that represents all of this money? That's what I want to know. Fort Knox. Oh. No. The the money that they print it. is supposed to represent the value of the gold they have in reserves. Not anymore. No, we don't have a, don't a gold reserve system. We have we have a, a system that is well, technically America. not. Yeah, it's not backed. Cheese upon. reserve. <laughs> yeah. Anything. America. America's is backed by the military. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have more soldiers, you have more money? Yes, Amy. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they try so hard to recruit. They yep. because yes. they're like, we need more money. We need to recruit more noobs. Mm -hmm. If you Figure if you want to know how it works, see famous countries like the British Empire, the French Empire, the Dutch Empire. Um, just take <laughs> a look at those throughout history. Name Empire. Yeah. Do they have a YouTube or Twitter? Or... Um, I'm, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. So when politicians are always arguing over the value of a soldier's life, that's really what it boils down to, right? Oh gosh. Yes. Oh. oh man, this guy. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So is like Veterans Day just like really celebrating <laughs> all of the money? 
Oh gosh. When you have when you have printed currency and even with minted like, you know, coins and whatnot, but they, they last a lot longer. But printed currency, they constantly have to retire it because it gets old and worn out. So that's Veterans Day. Oh I love I my veterans. I one hundred percent support you. Any veterans this, listening. Miss I mean, let's Woo. let's be honest. We say and talk about stuff that no veteran would care about anyways, so Although that's not true because there are veterans who are younger, so I apologize to... I have friends who are veterans. There you go. We apologize. We're not trying to... And they all know I totally support them and all of the people. Yeah, we're not trying to diminish your contributions to our great nation. Well, I just made a financial nation. joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... We're canceled. I'm an accountant. Sure. I have a very small arena you, you of content. You guys double down. It just went immediately to apologies. Oh, if this were Liam, he would have been like, I'm not sorry. No. I mean, the, the time when he talked about how people are stupid if they like pretzels. Yeah, he's not going to apologize for anything. And then even our uncle was like, I like pretzels. And he was like, I feel bad, but I still feel the same way about pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good for you, man. Missed a good story. <laughs> he had to go get more coffee, the weirdo. I also had to pee because I drank a lot of coffee because I'm really tired because I slept Is that bad. what you're drinking? Why don't you put, like, a coffee pot in your room? But I didn't have to also pee in the room. Well, no, okay, I'm saying doable. so you can just keep <laughs> filling your cup. I mean, you're a boy. You can do it. It's true. I mean, technically, anybody can pee in the room that they are in. That, this that is, is true. true. Mm-hmm. I'm peeing currently. Yes. Oh, boy. Good. Check your pants. <laughs> I learned a... It's, this, this is a chaos podcast for sure. I learned a fun fact that apparently a lot of butterflies are actually attracted to human urine. So if you see butterflies that are, like, flying around toddlers, it's probably because they're colored, covered in pee. <sighs> Instead oh of it being adorable, it's a warning. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, there's there was, like... A, person in I don't what well, some kind of butterfly school and her professor was like if you want to get closer to them he was like legitimately go out and pee in the woods and then just like walk around and they'll come up to you and she's like that's so weird that is weird that's pretty cool though interesting though yeah it's good to know there was a butterfly sanctuary near a town that I lived in in Massachusetts and I always wanted to go but I also was like I don't want to walk in and be accosted by butterflies. Like, I feel like they'll just fly into my mouth or something. <laughs> there's, I love this fear. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, well, there's that scenario, hundreds, you'd be drinking pee. thousands, hundreds of thousands. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I've been to uh. two different butterfly sanctuaries. And even though there were thousands, I never got accosted by a butterfly. Yeah, but they love me because I smell like urine. So <laughs> it's all coming because he pees in his studio. Yep. Full circle. There Full we circle. are. So we shaved the cat this week. Well, I've had him multiple times because she desperately needed it. Because we have a three-legged cat for anybody who doesn't know there. She's missing her rear right leg. I'm sorry, rear passenger leg. I guess that's the correct <laughs> term. <laughs> and... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That is great. That's how I'm gonna refer to cat's limbs now. Yeah. <laughs> 
So her rear passenger leg is uh, gone. It was gone as a little kitten. So we, she's 14 now. And uh, oh, she just hops around and annoys us and bites us when she wants things. But her little nubble on the end, she's a long hair cat. And her little nubble was like so tangled with hair and oh. just like knotted up. But she, she would like come up to us and be like, please pet me, do something. And we would try and then she'd bite us because she like, why are you touching me? Because, you know, cat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we we held her down. I held her down underneath a blanket and I held her back leg and her front leg and I put my arm like over her her neck and I just basically like held her down and I I struggled to do it while she was going and like freaking out and trying to move and then Aaron shaved her a bunch so now she's nice and soft and she's a pretty kitty she's been so much more loving and less bitey <laughs> Oliver oh, would get horrifically matted and tangled too but like he was so scared of any kind of loud noise I finally just bought barber scissors and just slowly mm -hmm. worked my ray around and cut all of the lumps out and then I would just cut his hair off every few months. The the slight advantage we have with Mo is that because she doesn't have her rear passenger leg, her her shoulder <laughs> is like always itchy on the passenger side near the front. Uh, and so geez. so we just we, we just do this to her shoulder and usually she goes <laughs> into like a, oh my gosh, it's touching me coma and then she just licks yeah. her her uh front driver paw and that's <laughs> Is she just like, when she ah, when you scratch like, a certain spot does she go ah, yeah, like yeah. twitches yeah. twitch licks her paw okay mm -hmm. oliver did that too because mm -hmm. she's a weirdo animals are so stupid but i love them so much i love yeah cats they're great how they're so dumb big of a cat do you think you could handle i, I could handle a dog shaped cat that's fine it depends on your definition of handle i mean if i just petting it and snuggling it and having to feed it or taking it for a walk i guess then just bring it on you know definitely not liger size but <laughs> you know it may be in the puma or liam what's that one kind of cat you really like Cheetah. Cheetah, you know, I could probably handle that. But if if they're coming at me, man, I can barely even handle Max. So <laughs> He's uh, the tiniest cat ever. Uh, He's like six and a half pounds. You, your average cat is like, what, 11 pounds or something? They're not or 10 um, pounds? Like eight to, eight to 10, to 12. Google. I don't know. I was, I was taking maybe. Mo's weight of nine pounds and then like adding an extra 25% for a leg. So it's like, <laughs> it's like 12 pounds, right? Um, <laughs> That's pretty logical. 8.8 8 to 11 pounds. Okay. So our dog Louie is 20 pounds or like 19. I could probably <laughs> handle a Louie sized cat. Definitely. It does have a caveat for Maine Coon specifically, and it says 13 to 18 pounds. Yep, we got a thick boy. Oliver was almost 28 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Maine Coon. <laughs> we got a, Gillian's what, 15 pounds, I think? There is He's half Maine no Coon, way so. that that cat is only 15 pounds. <laughs> that man yeah, I was gonna is say, a big boy. He just went to he, the vet. He went to the vet. And he's he's lost a bit of weight. Oh, good, good. He still got the primordial pouch. He <laughs> yeah. goes whoosh, 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 and smacks you as it's running. Yeah, uh, but it's so funny. That's their storage pouch. So like, if they're snacks. He's no, not no, no. A so if they they go without food for a long time, that it like completely <laughs> where all their stored nutrients or calories or fat or whatever is, and like they can use that and go without for a while. 
and we all know that boy is not doing his own hunting. So, <laughs> yeah, no, no. sir, he hunting no, across the kitchen sir. floor, but that's about it. He hunts socks for about two seconds and gives up. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Oh, I can't wait to see him. I also just want to point out that the average dog weight is three to two hundred and fifty pounds. That's what? a range. <laughs> I mean, I get it because dogs are, you know, they range in in variety, but I just love that three to 250 pounds. So if they're somewhere in between that weight, they're good. I think a a 45 pound cat. That's a, yeah, I I was going to say 30 to 40. That's the range I think I could handle. Isn't a liger around like 1500 pounds? Over a thousand. They can get up to 10 to 12 feet standing on their hind legs and four and a half feet at their shoulders, making them larger than male lions and tigers in length. So humans domesticated wolves and eventually we got dogs out of it, right? And then there's like tiny little crap dogs that are like five pounds and they're like, right? So we made them smaller (laughs) through breeding. Cats domesticated themselves and eventually got smaller and cuter. Why haven't we like domesticated elephants? Like, why can't we have a 60 pound elephant? You know, like a little mini elephant that runs around and sprays you and stuff probably because they're so like rare not that rare but you know what i'm saying having like a dog size elephant would be so cute yeah i would definitely want one of those it's like a pig with a longer nose it's a a pig with a vacuum attachment What okay? So what like non-domesticated animal would you want as like a dog-sized animal? Well, are we talking three or two hundred fifty-pound dog? Liam has convinced me that we want a cheetah. I think that yeah, that's very Liam. Then he can't yeet it out the window. So, bro, that's on you. They're so cute. They also like squeak. Yeah, they squeak. They mew and they purr. They're literally a tiny cat trapped in a big cat's body. They are. They're a loving cat, too. Like, they bathe everyone they love. Yeah, they're amazing. Just getting, like, sandpaper on your face. Yeah. Rubbing off your skin. They're pretty, too. I would take a chipmunk. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. Yeah. Just a nice 50-pound chipmunk. Make it dog size. I like this. That's... Uh. (laughs) He's like, I don't like that. (laughs) Um, It's either going to be a giraffe or when we honestly get the woolly mammoth completely revived, a woolly mammoth. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Can you imagine a dog-sized giraffe? Because like it, its body would still It'd have be to be neck. proportional. Yeah. So it would be like six inches. Yeah. And then the rest would be neck. Keep yeah, all just... of the plants <laughs> off your counters. Yeah. would get everywhere. I, That'd be a cheeky little boy. I would like to see some mischievous animal like a raccoon or a red panda or something. Something that's just like super playful, but also full of sass. That'd be fun. Have one of them domesticated. Also, it's cougars that squeak as well. (laughs) Yes, they do. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Uh... (laughs) We're all coming up with ideas that we can use in our next story. Hmm. Big animal, small, small animal, big. (laughs) Fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what fantasy animal would you like to have domesticated? It's just the squeaking cougar, that's all. It's so cute. Amy is so off topic. Amy. Listen, this week was a rough week for me. There was Why? a lot of adulting. Why was it? 
There was just a lot of adulting. I know that that's not cool to use that word anymore. Why was but, it rough? Oh yeah. Uh happy birthday, Amy. No, no, no. It's we I'll cut that. Happy, we don't need to talk birthday. about birthday. Happy, You're not happy allowed to cut birthday. it. It's your happy birthday. birthday. It's your it's your birthday, May fifteenth. Your birthday. Happy happy birthday. <laughs> your social security number is <laughs> It's got a few digits in it, so I'll give you that much. If you want Spoiler. to buy a present, here's your credit card. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what if, wait, so if they want to buy a present for me, they have to use my credit card information? Yeah, they can just credit it back to your card. That's how a credit card works, right? Okay, okay. Sure, 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 sure. Speaking of your birthday, what's your blood type? <laughs> that is a great question. I'm going to have to yeah, steal this one. I actually know what Amy's blood type is. No, you don't. It's fine. What yes, is it? I do. No, don't tell me. Don't what tell me. I'm not. It's, it's, it's 100% idiot. What is my blood type? <laughs> Amy's blood type is B positive. Right. No, no, definitely, definitely oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I'm just tired because my week was rough because I had to do a lot of adulting because I was looking for a car and I was applying for apartment and I did get a car. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I haven't officially paid for it, but it is mine in basically all other senses. So tomorrow, right? That tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. So, I got a Subaru. Subaru! <laughs> uh, so, I'm officially... Outback. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I'm excited for it. It's just been, it was just, it was just a very rough week. And I'm so tired. And so, I'm just coming up with whatever is on my mind. So, this is a rough podcast, I know. Blame it on me. Oh, we do. Actually, blame it on we mom do. and dad. Yeah, we do. Because they, they made me, so... It's Maybe really their what? fault. No, the no you're your own crazy. person at this point. Yeah, I was about to say, no. No. the accountability degree. We're going to blame you. We're going to put the kitty down before she claws me because she starts. Wait, what? Oh. No, put her down no, off of his Put her leg. down. Not... <laughs> no, no, yes. The long sleep is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, sir. Forever nap. Yeah. No, no more tomorrow. tomorrow. So, uh... so you're feeling okay, though, right, Amy? Like, yay, car. Yeah. I, I don't officially have it yet, so it's still, you know, there's still that, like, well, anything could happen. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I Yeah, so it's just a stressful week, but hopefully next week I'll be tip-top and cherry-o and driving around your own vehicle. Woo! Yeah. Gayer than ever. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. You got, yeah. You got, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. You would fit right hey, that... in in Vermont. <laughs> the, yeah. The, it was funny because the uh, Dustin is the guy that was helping me, and he was like, "He goes, oh, so now that you have it, like, what are you, what are your big plans for it?" I was like, <laughs> "Finally, uh, probably." I was like, yeah. "I was like, I don't know, probably go to Trader Joe's." He <laughs> 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 was like, "He goes, wow, that's some incredible adventuring that you plan on doing." I was like, "Yeah, that's basically my life right now. I work, and then sometimes I go to Trader Joe's." So he goes, "Well, here's to hoping you discover other adventures." <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Dustin. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, Dustin was cool. Anyway, so, 
<laughs> While most of my week was filled with work, I did have one accomplishment this week, also work related. I just passed one year at my current yeah. job. Wow. Yay! Wow, it's, it's been a year. By... <laughs> I know. It's gone but, by really fast. But let's be honest. How many work years have you already worked? I have put in enough hours to have worked like three full years at this point. Yep. You know what I was thinking about this week is that Zelda? I was. <laughs> it's been it's been five years since I started school, and I'm like, oh, wow. that is incredible. And I put this all in yeah. time frame because I played Breath of the Wild six years ago when it came out. So, yes, <laughs> I, was Zelda. I was like, oh. Breath of the Wild came out a year before I went to school. Since the last Zelda came out, you have gotten your associates, your bachelors, and are halfway through your master's. Yeah. And he's married. And, and he's he married moved. twice. And yeah, he married moved. twice. <laughs> Same lady, but still married twice. <laughs> I mean, not twice. Just two ceremonies, because I'm not special. No, no you got, got divorced. <laughs> no, and right, get married no, I, again. <laughs> I always forget I got divorced and married to the same woman a year after we got married. <laughs> it was a harsh breakup, but man, a fast reunion. She was like, if we're doing this ceremony again, we're doing it right. And then served me. <laughs> <laughs> and you were so sick with COVID that you just agreed to yeah. everything. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. those were times. Anyways, what a happy pile of chaos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't that, all be creative. That should chaos. be the episode title. A happy pile of chaos. A happy pile of chaos. Hold on. Yeah. That should be it. Missy should be like, what a happy pile of chaos. And then Amy should say, well, on that note. Well, on that note, I think it's time to wrap up this happy pile of chaos. Thanks for joining us for whatever this was. We appreciate you listening. And if you want to reach out to us, we are 1L2N Productions on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. And if you want to help support us and the chaos that we ensue, we can head on over to our Patreon. Uh, we also have a podcast. Or no, we are, you're listening to the podcast. We have a website. <laughs> oh, boy. We have a website, 1L2NProductions.com. So head over there we got stuff on there too cool okay last word of the day is gonna go to missy take it away oh you get the other it is rigged <laughs> you get the other you got three three four it's okay you can re-roll no no it's no. You, it's no okay gonna... i'll tell you what if this doesn't fit me i will assign it to someone it is your last word so yeah you do whatever you want a friend will soon reveal an exciting secret to you I don't have any friends, so. That is so perfect. That is so perfect. I'm sorry, you can say whatever you want, but I just felt like it was perfect. My laughing was so hard, it was just a full block in the waveform. <laughs> oh, Tommy, I'm gonna sign that one to you. You probably have friends unlike the rest of us. <laughs>